Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchable News. It's Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on voting rights in the Senate. Number two, big tech is on the hot seat this week. And number three, big D.C. Republicans are going in for Marjorie Taylor Greene's GOP opponent. All right, Jake, let's get into it. All eyes are going to be on the Senate this week, particularly on Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer as the Senate goes back into session, teeing up what is going to be a very contentious couple days on voting rights and potentially changes to the filibuster. So, Anna, if I told you that you could have a week in which you were definitely going to lose and there's no path to victory, is that something that would interest you or you're not interested in that path? I mean, it's, it seems like a, t- a tough week to, 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 to have when it's a foregone conclusion. That's for Well, sure. let, me, let me just tell you this. Chuck Schumer is taking the path to defeat. Um, and I don't listen, I get it. And I, I, I get what he's doing here. He's he's going to take a he's going to take he's he has a vote lined up on the voting rights bill, which will get presumably all 50 Democrats behind it and zero Republicans. And um that if that vote were to be held, they're going to get a unanimous consent agreement that would allow them to um, debate this bill without having that actual vote. I'm not sure why they'd want that. But anyway, that's a different that's a horse of a different color. But then on the cloture vote, the vote to break the filibuster to get to that 60 vote threshold, they're going to get 50 votes. That is not enough. 50 does not equal 60 this week. My Maybe other weeks it will, but it doesn't equal 60 this week. We're on the 50 vote is a reality this week. And so at that point, Schumer is going to offer in his theory, in, in, according to what we understand, a vote to change the filibuster. Now, we don't know how he's going to do it, but Manchin, Chris, uh, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema are against it, so he's going to lose. So listen, I understand the desire to to bash mansion and cinema is running hot right now i get that you know but but this is going to be yet another week of futility another week of infighting for democrats and and how does that help democrats hold republicans accountable in their view for voting against the the um voting against voting rights i don't get it I don't know what the way out is, what the path out is here for for either party. I still think there's a chance of a bipartisan agreement on a very limited voting bill. But, Anna, do you want to lose this week? <laughs> I never want to lose. That's, that is that is that is a I can everyone could be assured of that one. I, I do think you make a smart point, which is, uh, you know, I think one how do not only not only how does Chuck Schumer, but also the president, right, who's also gone all in on this, even though as you lay out very clearly why it's going to fail and nothing has changed. The dynamics have not over the past two and a half weeks, despite the pressure from uh, the White House, despite meetings with senators, despite, you know, Biden going out into the states and, and, and trying to campaign on this and really get public sentiment around it. Nothing has changed. And so I think the real question is, to your point, what how does kind of Schumer get out of this despite the loss to say, hey, we fought the good fight. We're going to continue this fight. Uh, it was an important one to have. Uh, but what's next? And to the larger point is this kind of 
morass within the Democratic Party. And I think really, I think frustration that is starting to be uh, voiced no longer just behind the scenes of Democrats asking, like, what are we doing, guys? We are approaching a very tough midterm and the president's agenda is stalled on basically every single front right now. Yeah, uh, and Mariana Sotomayor from the Washington Post has a good has a good story this morning about that about how the BBB how the uh, rank and file Democrats endangered Democrats in the House and the BBB want to know what's next. Um, you know, I, I we assume we laid this out in yesterday's edition in Monday's edition. Uh, we didn't have a podcast yesterday, but about how um, how. Uh, uh, February might be filled with trying to get the BBB back on track. We'll have to see if that comes to real if that comes to fruition if if that's a reality. But you know, um, it's a shortened week, and the and you know they could be out of here by tomorrow afternoon, Thursday, or at some point without any progress on this. So at least if they lose, they might have kind of they might it might be a a, a short lived week, a short week without any um, without much pain. Although the pain will be concentrated on one day. All right, let's go to the number two story of the morning. We have a really good write-up uh, kind of behind the scenes of a Thursday markup in the Senate Judiciary Committee uh, that is gonna that has really set off a ton of alarm bells for big tech. Uh, there is a markup of what is called the American Innovation and Choice Online Act, which is being offered by Senators Amy Klobuchar and Chuck Grassley. And it really has has uh, elevated the blood pressure of a lot of big tech companies here uh, behind the scenes ahead of this hearing where you're seeing some some pretty intense lobbying happen. Yeah, we, we have some news this morning. Tim Cook and uh, Sundra Pichai of Google, Tim Cook of Apple, uh, have been making calls on Capitol Hill to try to to try to rally support against this bill. Listen, this bill, Anna, which is an antitrust tech bill, is going going to um is uh uh it's going to pass likely the Senate Judiciary Committee it has the um it has the support of um of the chairman of the committee Dick Durbin and has bipartisan support i mean just you know on both sides of the aisle the politics on big tech are just i mean this is trite because we we've said it a million times we know this um it, the politics are tricky right now in the in the antitrust space, and this bill uh, has a companion bill in the House, which has not gotten any floor time. Uh, it would basically only target uh, Amazon, Apple, Google, Facebook, and Microsoft, some of the small kind of pop mom and pop shop players. And, and, <laughs> you know, you may not have heard of them. You know, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this is a big deal, um, and uh, uh, I don't. We don't need to get into the details on what this bill does, but it would severely, in in those companies' estimation, curb their ability to to do business um, uh, uh, and significantly impact their business. But you know it has a real chance, and and everybody's lobbying on this. Everybody's kind of got got their hands in the lobbying pie. All the big companies have hired up some um, some top lobbyists. Their in house lobbyists are lobbying for this. So a big deal and a, a big fight. And and we'll have to see if this gets floor time. But as we note in the newsletter this morning, uh, there's a lot of floor time available in an election year, uh, perhaps in the spring or summer or, you know, at some point like that. We'll have to see what what Chuck Schumer does. We don't know where he stands on this issue. So uh, uh, this bill will come up in 
the Senate Judiciary Committee Thursday. So we'll be on top of that. Yeah, I also think uh, one other interesting note is the committee is also going to mark up a bill by Senators Richard Blumenthal and Marsha Blackburn. Again, a Republican and Democratic uh, bipartisan bill designed to lessen Apple and Google's control over online apps. So just another kind of whack being taken at big tech, uh, clearly going to be an issue that both parties are going to try to continue to push on um, seemingly becoming more popular uh, in Congress to take a larger oversight role of some of these large tech companies. And and let me add one more thing, Anna, before we move on. If you think this is bad for big tech, wait until Republicans take the majority in the House, if they do. I mean, they are going to whack big tech, whack big tech. And it's just going to be, it's going to be unrelenting given where the Republican party is on some of these platforms and some of these big companies. Um, So uh, uh, get ready. All right. Well, buckle up for that one. We will be following it every twist and turn. Let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Uh, We got our hands on an interesting fundraising invite. Uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Republican from Georgia, has a primary opponent, Jennifer Strahan, who bills herself as a no-nonsense conservative, an alternative to the hugely controversial lawmaker. And now we've got this fundraising invite where there's a bunch of big Republicans, kind of establishment, um, you know, folks who've been in and around Republican politics for a long time who are backing Strahan in a January 25th fundraiser, um, including Bobby Kilberg, president of the Northern Virginia Technology Council and a well-known GOP fundraiser, uh, Rob Chamberlain of Elevate, Julie Conway, who is the executive director of ViewPack, uh, among many others. Just kind of an interesting inside baseball kind of you rarely see these types of folks necessarily go in in a primary against an, uh, a sitting member of Congress. Yeah, I mean, listen, MTG's got, uh, despite all of her um, her remarks um, over the last year, we don't have to get into all of them. There's actually too many that we we, we can't even, we don't have the time to get into. Uh, she raises a just a boatload of money. She has um, uh, $3.2 million on hand. She's one of the most prolific fundraisers in the Republican Party, probably be, because of some of those ridiculous comments she makes. So, um, yeah, the, the, the Strahan has her work cut out for her. All right. And with that, uh, thank you so much for listening. I just want to remind everyone that we are excited about our first editorial event of the year. We are one week away. Join me next Tuesday, January 25th at 9.15 a.m. for our virtual conversation with Senator Todd Young, the Republican from Indiana, on American competitiveness. You can sign on at our new event hub at punchbowl.news. Uh, And with that, please leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.